Alright, so back in action with the Retrospects Coffee Podcast. We've been gone for, I don't even know how long it's been since we've recorded one. <laughs> it's been but quite a while, yeah. that's for sure. So we're trying to revive this thing. This is, so Ryan and Josh are trying to revive the <laughs> Retrospects Coffee Podcast. Um, back in action. Back in action, yeah. So Tim, um, for all the, th- the millions and millions of fans out there listening that were listeners... Actually, you know what? That, that's not even like that's selling ourselves short. We had some people that actually really supported, and like if you listened, we were always appreciative. We only stopped recording because things got super hectic, and it was hard to get like four people together to do a, an episode. But me and Josh kind of agreed that you know we kind of found more time in the schedule to fit it in. So we're gonna try to you know do this on a consistent basis and, and do a little bit better job at um, uploading. So. Um, anyways, we're back, and today we are going to talk about um, kind of the work, the work life, um, and on uh, consistency and being a diligent worker, especially you know involving small businesses. Also, we're going to go into um, a calling in sick <laughs> uh, theme. So, like, we are just going to kind of talk about that and talk about. Um, our experiences, whether it was hectic, when someone calls in sick, and when they're, you know, we're just going to go into that. I think it's something everybody goes through, especially being a, a worker for a, a small business. And um, yeah, so. Josh uh, and I both have kind of, our, a lot of what we've done has changed since the last time we've been on the episode. So Josh, why don't you go into a kind of the update on where you're at with, you know, work now and um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would say, um, you know, the last time we were here, sitting at a very similar table, <laughs> um, was I was just coming in on the scene. I had just started at Cuppa, and it was like, you know, everything was new, everything was fresh. Um, but nowadays, I'm a shift lead, like I'm in charge of, you know, a few people. And then I'm also kind of just like slowly training these new guys and gals about like... Um, you know how to how to really work in a coffee scene like it's it's mm-hmm. pretty a busy one pretty, like yeah. yeah especially during like this busy season of like school starting again and mm-hmm. and like kind of winter creeping up and latte art needs to be on point kind of a thing like yeah it's getting crazy yeah so to fill people in on why don't you fill people in on what where a cup of joy is at um, so because we're out of the base out of Central Valley and. So for all those that that didn't know already, um, so I don't I no longer work for Cup of Joy. Um, uh, I went to go start a coffee cart uh, business, and I've been recently trying to get that up and going in the past couple months. Um, uh, so that's been super trying and challenging. But why don't you fill everybody in on where Cup of Joy is at with uh, just the business? Because you guys have now grown to four like yeah four cafes two cafes and two drive-thrus but yeah for yeah. sure we uh i came in and it seemed like cupo was just you know the clover shop and the fresno shop and then uh there was like rumors and whispers about the uh the possibility of the joy through um and then that guy kind of popped up off of cedar and herndon and and then now there's another one in madera like pretty pretty yeah. not far off the 99 but so still, Crazy. yeah, still blown up. It's it's insane to think about like the Central Valley 
because Fresno County is huge, right? So, mm-hmm. like, for those aren't familiar with the Central Valley, California, like, land, so the landscape is kind of odd and just that. Yeah. It's yeah. basically just a bunch of, you would think there's, like, nothing out there, but there's a bunch of these little small cities and that make up, you know, a kind of a, a bigger area. And so Fresno and Clovis is starting to get, I would not, not call it saturated with coffee shops, but, like, right. there's, I don't know, five maybe five or six like small coffee shops around Mm -hmm. and including like cup of joy and so it's it's kind of cool to see finally there's a company expanding into these smaller areas that are kind of begging for coffee which is yeah especially like in madera they only have like two or three like starbucks they don't have like a dutch bros or they're even anything else yeah which is great super cool to see and i think the communities were really like rallied and, and yeah. kind of been showing their appreciation <laughs> especially when it comes to you know the, just the amount of traffic that's come by in, right. in the shortest amount of time yeah. which is so cool yeah i don't even think they've had their their official grand opening yet it's just kind of like a soft opening and it's still crazy exactly um but why don't you go into uh, a little bit about what you've been doing since you've kind of yeah so away. since i left cup of joy which i will always be a a huge fan of Cup of Joy and like I will always hope the company does extremely well and it will it'll be a, I no doubt it'll be a, an awesome big company one day uh, I mean you guys are already at like 40 employees or something like that yeah, I think yeah, I, I was talking to our our he's the regional manager now um, Pace Johnson who's in charge of a lot of the Cup of Joy operations and I met him for coffee the other day, and he was like, "Oh, nice!" Yeah, he was like, "Dude, it's crazy just thinking about how many employees we have now, and you know, trying to keep track of all these people, and it's it's really cool." But anyway, so when I left, super hard thing for me to do. One of the hardest things I've ever had to do, especially because I've been with Cup of Joy for a long time. But ultimately, it was never it was never a hard feeling thing. It was just something I felt called to do to you know step out and and you know challenge myself in another area. Um, which is being a business owner and it's like the hardest thing ever and now I, I can definitely tell why Zach does the things he does sometimes and understanding the struggles of a small business especially in California because California is trying to like kill every small business out there and like but anyway it's the coffee cart that I'm launching is going to be in an area where there's not really much coffee um, it's kind of like kind of north fresno ish and um it's the fig garden area so if anybody is in the fig garden area look out for uh sev coffee s-e-v coffee so that's the name of my new venture and i will be serving ritual coffee roasters so that's who i'm buying wholesale from um so i'm super excited about that and it'll be awesome to have more local coffee in fresno and clovis so I'm, i'm yeah i'm super stoked on that Cool. Uh, my, I think I have a question for you. Uh, why? Why ritual? Um, it's it's funny. I feel like when ritual when I when I thought about buying coffee from somebody else, I didn't know. Like, there's so many coffee companies out there, and I thought one. I had to bring somebody that like Fresno and Clovis haven't seen before. And I don't think ritual. Like I don't think Cup of Joys stocked that much ritual. I think I feel like. Our, the Clovis location has this big wall of old like bags of espresso and stuff to like be kind of like eclectic 
And I've seen like one ritual bag, but I don't know if they've ever really bought that much coffee from there. And so for those that don't know Ritual, it's an awesome roaster based out of San Francisco. And they're kind of like the OGs of the industry. Like they were, they got started right when Blue Bottle did. Like right alongside them. So I think Blue Bottle started in like 03 or something like that. And then a few, like a couple years later, Ritual started. And they're owned by, they have one owner and no investors and... They're just awesome. Like they're a super cool company. Their their roasting approach is like the most diligent thing I've ever seen in my life. Like they take super good care of their employees. So it just kind of made sense to work with them because they reached out to me after I filled out a wholesale inquiry form, and they like called me, wanted to know about the business, wanted to know um, you know how I plan to grow it and how they could help. And I was just like, dude, these guys are being great with customer service. Like. I should just go with them because like no one else is going to treat me like this. And so, and it, it just made sense too, because if I'm going to, you know, diversify and, you know, bring something that Clovis and Fresno have never seen before. And just because this, this kind of a coffee culture is like, you know, the Bay area metropolitan areas, they've all maybe heard of ritual and, you know, been exposed to it, but nobody in Fresno and Clovis really has. So that's kind of why ultimately I did it. And, you know, they had, been in the game for so long that it was cool to get exposure from kind of a bigger company and that's ultimately kind of what made my decision or you know you know solidified my decision to go with them but uh, we're at me and josh are actually drinking a costa rica from them right now what do you think of it i think it's pretty good <laughs> i uh finished mine yeah um, you, you were done pretty early <laughs> finished mine about uh 5 10 15 45 minutes ago <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh it was that was tasty yeah. Well, I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty pretty delish. We're also drinking out of uh, Cat Cloud and Verve coffee mugs, oh, which my God. which makes everyone sense. knows <laughs> Cat and Cloud is significantly better than Verve coffee roasters. But. Yeah, all those people that have terrible taste buds. <clears throat> yeah, right. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, me and Josh have very differing opinions <laughs> on Verve and Cat and Cloud, but it's okay. They're both good companies. So yeah, yeah, they're both they're both tasty. Yeah, San, Santa Cruz is killing the game with coffee. So, mm. Fresno and Clovis is hot, hot in pursuit. We're we're <laughs> we're getting there. We're we're gonna have a coffee scene one day. And it's gonna be awesome. But, um, so okay, let's kind of go into some work experiences. Uh, we, me and Josh, were laughing going into this episode because there was no notes. There was no, um, basically no preparation we just knew we wanted to start this podcast up again and so we we're like you know what let's just talk about this and yeah. so um it's kind of like a typical day behind bar you know yeah exactly <laughs> so it's it all kind of started we, we were talking about you know when it when someone calls in sick and how basically how to handle pressure like how how in in a business like we're in and like you know you have to be a problem solver when you work for a small business because when you work for these corporate companies, like they have policies and enough people and in place to, to really fill that gap. But even then sometimes maybe not, but like, you know, it's like, what do you do when you call out? Right. When you figure out, you're like, oh, so-and-so is called out. Like, you know, there's, I feel like two approaches. Either you just like gripe about it and, you know, <laughs> make the biggest deal out of it or you just like get through it and then gripe about it. And then like, yeah, you know, and then, but, and gripe about it for sure. but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, there, there's always horror stories, and like I remember when I was at Cup of Joy, and it's funny now. I so 
there was a situation when and I had just gotten hired I didn't even know how to like steam milk at the time like I barely figured out how to steam milk I couldn't pour latte art but the Fresno shop had just like had their grand opening like the week before or something so it was still super duper busy because people were like still finding out about the shop and whatnot but I remember we had someone who didn't even call out and they just um didn't show up and so it was me and another gal um opening the shop and I didn't even know how to open bar and there was like (laughs) basically from the get-go there was still construction going on at the shop so there was this like giant tool belt out (laughs) and like we but me and uh, the gal opening were like oh well I'm not gonna touch that like it's not our tools and I don't know whose it is and so (laughs) but it was out and about and so we were idiots and we should have put it away but we didn't and I was new so I was following her because she had worked at the the old shop or mm-hmm. the clover shop right so i figured she would know of anybody so she starts opening a register and she's like hey can you dial in bar and i'm like i don't know how to dial in bar she's like what do you mean you don't know how to dial in bar <laughs> and i was like I-, I don't know like i'm just just new like all i know how to do is like like you know do reg and like talk to people like decently yeah. barely <laughs> and then i just remember um when we got word that the person that third person that was supposed to be on wasn't coming i was like oh no and so people started coming in and we're like we're open and like our girl on reg is like you know ringing an order so the bump bar is like cha-ching 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 and i'm like oh my god i know how to do all this and so we started making i started making as many drinks as i could she's trying to help me and take orders at the same time and like i just remember it was the saddest day because zach had like he i just see his him his giant self walk in the door and i was like oh no and so he's like has the biggest smile on his face he's so happy he just opened the new shop finally people are starting to come and then ryan's on the espresso machine like royally screwing up probably every order and like i was like getting drinks out and people were like thanks whatever but like i you know the quality was probably not great like like i said you know how to dial in and then um Zach gets in, immediately sees his tool belt out, and his face goes from the biggest smile in the world to, like, he, like, okay, so if people don't know, our owner was an ex-NFL <laughs> linebacker. So if you can imagine what an NFL linebacker looks like when he's, like, pissed, it's not fun. It's not a look you ever want to see in your life. And I remember he was just, like, like rushes behind bar and he was like what is this doing out and i was like i don't know i'm sorry i don't i don't know what to do and like and then he was like he was like why didn't you move it and then i'm just like i, I was like i don't know man I'm, and i'm like steaming milk it's like like i'm probably like frothing the heck out of it and like he he's just livid and wondering what's happening and then our kevin our manager gets in he's like giving me the same conversation like what are you doing and i'm just like I'm sorry, man. Like, I didn't mean to. And and so, like, our rush, like, Zach helps bust out the rush and, like, steams rest the milk for me and whatever. And so it's finally, like, calmed down. And then Zach, like, comes up to me afterwards and he's like, so this is your first rush, huh? And I was like, yep. <laughs> he was like, he was like, okay, well, he was like, you did a great job. And he's like, I, I understand this is, like, not your fault at all. But he's like, good job, man. Good job you were, like, diligent and practicing at least you could like you kind of knew what you were doing and steaming milk and stuff and because like if i had if i didn't know at all how to steam milk i wouldn't have like that would just i couldn't have served anything right and so i remember like the couple weeks before that like fiasco like i was coming in at like 5 a.m 
with my own milk, like mm-hmm. learning how to steam and like before, like this is before our shop opened so I could get practice in. And it was just funny, like all that kind of paid off in, in that like little fiasco just because nice. I was like super diligent about, you know, learning and I was just super curious, but I, oh my gosh, like I, I'll just <laughs> always remember that story and it's like, you know, what do you do when someone calls out? And it's just, that's immediately what I think of when I think of someone calling out and like everything goes wrong. It's like, you just have to adapt, improvise and overcome. And it's, it's never easy, but oh my gosh, like, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any? Yeah. I mean, uh, for myself, like I remember the first probably like six months I was working at Kappa, like it seemed like every week there was like one person that would call out like on my day off (laughs) and I'd be like, yeah, I guess I can come in, <laughs> you know, like, uh, this isn't really my day to work another six or seven hour shift, but sure. But yeah, why not? And then, you know, like after the first and second week of like kind of covering these shifts, I was like, well, my paycheck's better, <laughs> number one, like number two, uh, like I'm learning way more. Like I, you know, yeah, I feel like like, when you get tossed in the fire, you definitely, you start picking up a lot more things as much as that is like some people kind of fold under that situation, but I feel like in some way, most ways, like you're just going to learn so fast, so much faster. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it, it's like a problem, but at the same time, it's like a really nice problem to have. Yeah. Like more hours, more time behind bar, like, Mm -hmm. Especially when you're only washing dishes for, you know, like the first so, three yeah. months. And yeah, then, exactly. And then they're like, oh, you've been here for a little bit. Do you want to learn how to actually, you know, work the bar? And you're like, of course. Yeah. Like, you're like, finally. to get out of the hot prep room, you right. know? <laughs> like, oh, gosh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I love, I loved like being thrown in the fire. Um, probably not as much as like my current or my past self thinks mm-hmm. but my current like self is like oh man like thankfully yeah. I covered all these shifts and I learned how to do all these things and now I am where I'm at you know like, yeah just to give an idea about how many shifts Josh covered so I remember <laughs> there was one day where and I don't remember who asked for this off but it was like you had agreed to take somebody's shift and and come in and work for them and then you also agreed to take somebody else's shift. Oh, yeah. And so you you ended up doubling up. And then I think I remember because Megan told me about the situation. She was like, yeah, so Josh took two shifts not knowing. And then and then yeah. she was like, yeah. And then he told me afterwards, well, it's fine. I'll just work at both of them. And then she was like, uh, you legally cannot work both of these shifts. And like, but like, it, it's just funny. And everyone kind of just knows Josh is like, well, if uh, you can't work, I mean, it's almost like everyone's like, don't call Josh. He's already probably worked like every day this week. <laughs> He's like at least 40 hours this week. At he least 40. Yeah. I mean, it, and so, but it's just funny and kind of, yeah, to reiterate what Josh was saying. I mean, if you don't have that kind of a hustle attitude, then it's like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, yeah. it, you, I, and I, to an extent, like, obviously, you know, you, you should know your boundaries and whatever and make sure everybody can stay sane so i don't think i wouldn't say right. it's the best thing to work as much as you can <laughs> right but like <laughs> i think that's gotten you so far and like you said looking back you know because think about even you know you, people when you start working hard like somebody notices like there's always right. people that are like holy cow dude like you did all that work or you done this and like you know it's like you just have to do things sometimes for people to really take notice and to right. like show value yeah. you know as much as like, because anybody can talk about being valuable, but it's like, 
when people see it is when you start seeing kind of the fruit of the labor, you know, yeah. popping out. Yeah, and I think, to, yeah, to go back to what you were saying about, like, all the shifts that I, like, agreed to take and then realizing that I couldn't actually work them. There was, there was one time one of our coworkers was like, oh, like, um, yeah, like, it's last minute, I got to go to Hawaii. Like, my, my family's, like, going to Hawaii. And, like, I was like, oh, go to Hawaii. And she's like, uh, I don't know if I can. Like, I can't get my shifts covered really fast. I was like, I'll just cover all of them. Don't even worry about it. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah, do, uh, like, don't even worry. I'll figure it out. And she's like, uh, okay. And then, like, I think she turned to you and she was like, oh, uh, can you cover one of my shifts? And you're like, oh, no. Like, I, you know, I got a thing or something. Like, but that sucks if you can't go to Hawaii. And she's like, what? <laughs> and then I was just like, no, don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. And she's like, okay. And then, like, some, like, crazy thing happened like I don't remember if it was like my grandpa like passed away or something and it was just like yeah. like that week like I couldn't actually work uh-huh. and and our manager was like hey uh, can you you know you said you were going to cover these shifts and I was like oh yeah um, just have just have Scott do it and she was like what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I called Scott and I was like hey man like uh, I promised you know <laughs> yeah. our co-worker that I'd cover her shifts and then you know all this crap went down it's like can you help me out and he's like uh yeah I guess I could cover like two of them because like he had requested those days yeah. off for like a like some music thing <laughs> I right. was like it's like thanks man and then I ended up not working them and then our coworker came back from Hawaii she's like oh so what happened and I was like oh yeah I didn't cover any of your shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like the and it, it's always this I because I've been in situations where I trying to think like i think towards the end of my time at cup of joy like there was a a few times where i couldn't cover a shift and but you usually it was because like i had i was working at the roastery mm. and so like because because every time so we have this like really cool app it's when i work a lot of companies probably using it now but it's basically this you know it looks like social media or something so you could see who's working and who's not and so every time someone would check my availability they would be like oh yeah you like you barely work at the cafe and i'm like that's because the other half of my day i'm working at the roastery and so it was like every time it looked like i was open like i wasn't i was either like working or i had school or something and so like i felt really bad because at a certain point i couldn't take that many people's shifts but i mean like i would say for the most part there were so many times when like i i would always take someone's shift if i could like if i was yeah. doing nothing that day or i was off unless i was like straight up going somewhere or out of town or i had like a like a firm plan like i would always take that shift i i'd always felt bad because yeah it's like when your coworkers are your best friends right it it gets weird you know yeah which yeah, is you almost feel guilty when you can't yeah it, you, you feel yeah. like it's your fault like yeah. you, it's like it, even though it, you're not the one asking to be covered and you're like oh my gosh like i just didn't cover that shift and yeah and they, yeah, it yeah even the if focus. it's not even like a big deal they're like oh yeah i just want to like not work today and you're like oh i'm so sorry like i can't like i, I know physically i know yeah like, shift today or whatever <laughs> and I know. then like the next day they're like yeah i just wasn't feeling it and you're like what yeah, <laughs> like, what do you mean? You See, that's when it, that's like, when you're like, okay, you know. But and it's funny. I remember one time, like, there was like the most fluke situation that could have happened happened, and it was one of our coworkers had they didn't wake up for their alarm. Like they missed their alarm, and I remember I was so excited. I had the day off. I was like, 
I think I had closed the cafe because I was closing on every like Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday or something like that. And during the week, I had school and I was uh, open. I would go to the roastery in the morning, so I was working basically full time. And so when I, I remember I had this day off, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, thank goodness I have a day off." And then it was like eight o'clock in the morning, and then I remember. <laughs> Uh, one of our coworkers called and she was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'm like, um, "Hanging out at home. Like, what are you doing?" Like, I had just woken up. I was like in bed still. Like, and then they're like, "You want to come hang out at Cuppa?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And she's like, "In exchange for money?" And I was like, "Oh, you want me to come into work?" And I was like, "I was like, okay. Well, you, I was like, well, what happened?" And then she was like, "Well." Our, like, coworker like, didn't come in, and we're calling him, and he's not answering, and I was yeah. like, yeah, like, no worries, I'll just come, and she's like, can you at least come until he, like, calls back, and then I was like, yeah, for sure, <laughs> and so I get to the shop, and I'm, like, kind of, like, lackadaisical, because they just finished a rush, and I was, like, it was kind of slowing down, but, you know, so I was hanging out, and then finally, like, I see my phone, and it's getting, like, the guy who ended up you know, missing his shift basically he was on his way and he was like, I'm so sorry. And so gets to the shop and then, and then our boss was just like kind of laid into him saying like, dude, you can't do that. And like, which is totally understandable. Right. But it was, and then like, but ended up inadvertently, he got sent home and then I was like, Whoa, where's our coworker at? And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, Oh, he's like gone. And I was like, what do you mean he's gone? Like, he, <laughs> yeah. what am I supposed to? I was like, I have my whole day off, and I was like, well, how long is his shift? They're like, it's another like six hours, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, you know, I was like, that was the only time I could honestly say I was like, that is not okay. I do not, yeah. I did not agree to cover the shift for like the whole shift. I like, I specifically remember like, right. and and like, cause he had like just gotten there too so it's like i like saw his face he was about to step behind bar and i was about to clock off and then he was like get sent home and i was like what yeah you know so it's like something like that you know when it happens it's it's definitely another case scenario where you probably like i probably should have just worked the rest of the shift i ended up not because we had some kind of a workaround fix for the problem but I just remember it's like things like that where it's like all this miscommunication like it when that goes wrong like that's when people get really frustrated and it's so hard because stuff happens in life, you know? And like you, if you can't cover a shift, you know, like you, you have to remember like work isn't the rest of your life. Like right. you, you, you shouldn't treat it like it's the only thing that matters, you know? And I think to mentally stay sane, you have to, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I closed that night. That oh happened, yeah. And like, the air in the whole like shop was still like tense, you know. And yeah. So like everybody was closing. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, did you hear about what happened this morning? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then like yeah. everybody's talking about it, and like, you know, you don't think about it in the like in the morning when that happens. You're like, oh, this will just breeze by. Like we'll just we'll figure it out. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But like, it affects literally everyone after that too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You, you don't even think about it until you're it's just a, like, whoa. It's, it's a domino effect for sure. And yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize it until, you know, you're there work, working through the problem. But, you know, I remember, and me and Josh, before, you know, we started recording, we were talking about, <laughs> like, how, 
how bad you feel like what what is calling in sick right like, what what's too sick to come to yeah, work and right. I, it's just like you know it's always hard because you know certain people like pain is pain and like if you're sick you're sick and you can't come to work and right. you're gonna feel bad like I remember one time I think I was literally about to die I was so freaking sick and I came into work and then our, our manager was like dude you need to go home like you cannot <laughs> yeah. come behind bar and I was like I was like but I called everyone and I can she was like that's okay like you yeah. can go home like you're allowed to call in sick and I was like what like yeah, no, like you're I not. Have, you can't I have call permission in to do sick. that. You're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, and like, and that was like, I think one of the only times I had actually called out. But it's just funny, you know. You put all this pressure in it, and like I said before, this is all pertaining to small businesses usually. Right. Like, I mean, like I said, corporate. I'm sure goes through this. Like when you're working through for a bigger company, but it's just so much more in, like so much more emphasis on it when you're working with your best friends, and it's really hard to maintain that balance. And so, right. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about like pain, like what is pain? Like everybody's pain tolerance is different. Yeah. Like for me, if I have a headache, I'm like, I'm going to work. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. My head hurts. I'm going to be way more annoyed with people, but I'm going to tell my coworkers that and they're going to deal with the people part. Right. And then I'll like, I can just make sure. Yeah. You know, like not a big deal. But then you have other people that it's like, oh, like, you know, they woke up and like they have a you know a crick in their neck or whatever and they just they feel kind of bad but they say that they're at like a 10 on pain you know mm-hmm. and they're just like oh i can't come into work today like i woke up on the wrong side of the bed and you're like well you could still yeah work. you're like well i mean you yeah. can still steam milk or <laughs> yeah. like you know do dishes at least like you know there's well, i can find something for you to do yeah <laughs> like, exactly i feel like that's it's always that you know like that balance and and and, and to be fair i think you know this kind of goes back to what I was saying before about, you know, you got to maintain some balance between work and the work-life balance, but it's just so hard. And, you know, I think when companies have things in place to, um, you know, basically counteract the, uh, that like hecticness of the, oh, I'm going to work every single day and I'm picking up shifts and this and that. And they're like, dude, okay, take a day off. You know, like, yeah. you know, when, when you feel comfortable enough to to do that and you have the freedom to request off, but, you know, like that that feels awesome. You know, when, when you feel like you, you're, you're guilty for requesting time off, is like, that's no good. Like, you cannot have that, I feel like. And I think there's been times when I have felt like that because of the situation I was in with work. It's like, I can't request time off. Like, I just, I literally can't. Right. Like that sucks, but you know, but when you see your company take steps into like making sure people can be okay with that and like right. you know, like, actually let you have time off and you don't feel like, oh, like like I don't have to come to work, like what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Craziness. I know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So in other words, Coffee is a crazy, crazy work environment. Coffee I mean, is a crazy work environment. Especially, like, for me, I, I can't tell you how many times a day I sneeze. I mean, I wouldn't call in sick. <laughs> <laughs> but I sneeze at least ten times a day, you know? There's, like, two little particles of caffeine flying in the air. And I'm like, watch out! <laughs> insert for insert all those, dab here. All those customers out there, sneezes are behind bar all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just kidding. don't worry, I wash my hands. Just kidding. every single time. Yeah, Josh does. He's good. He's he's a diligent worker. <laughs> like we were saying before. <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel like going going back to you know, I guess when you understand going through the madness, working through all the problems, like do do you feel feel like people have recognized your work, you know, your effort and like, do you, do you, have you started to notice that in other people or like, like wh- where do you think that got you from like your start? Yeah, I think from, from the beginning, people were just kind of like, oh, here's this kid, like just another kid coming through the coffee shop. Like he's going to quit in a week or whatever, you know, cause yeah. turnover. Yeah. Turnover is so high. It's real. <laughs> it's so high. Yeah. Like, Especially in a place like, I mean, Fresno and Clovis, there's not like a ton of people with barista experience so it's like you really get these newbies coming in that just don't really you know it's hard to get adjusted you know and you you have a lot to learn and a job i mean yeah it's a minimum wage job but i would say there's a lot more on the line than like right or like a lot more to learn like to get caught up to speed on but so it just becomes hard sometimes to to fit in and like i'm sure sure. you could kind of relate to that like i know i did at one point you know it was like holy crap how do i learn all this stuff like yeah you know yeah yeah and it's it's real it's like high school you know you walk in and there's all these cliques already and you're just like okay well let's see how we can tie all these people together yeah yeah exactly how can i how can i be the person that like just allows everyone to like hang out behind bar and like you know everybody can talk to each other because i know when i when i got on it was like you know you guys like you know, all of our, our lit squad, right? Like, just, <laughs> That's the like, name of our group message for anybody who's like, what is a lit squad? A lit squad is our group message with coworkers. Anyways. Yeah. But, uh, but I think like, you know, coming on, it was like the lit squad, like blue bottle squad, like, you know, and then, That's like, real. then like our managers, you know, and it was like, yeah. and then like a couple like stragglers who were just like, I'm just here until tomorrow, and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you'll never see me again or know my name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like when I got on, like the turnover rate was so high. Like everybody left. Like it was like a whole new team when I like when I was coming on, and it was like yeah. Who you did know, you get hired with? I got hired with Cody. Like Cody, oh Cody yeah, and I have like the same anniversary, and we we're trying to figure it out the other day, and I think it's like September first or second. Okay. Like yeah. is our is our anniversary. It's a hard time to come into the yeah. scene because, like, right at so, the end of summer, right at the beginning of winter, like, well, yeah, because winter is insane, especially at yeah. so our Clovis location. Just to kind of give a gauge of like how busy it is, I mean, they're probably doing, I don't know, anywhere from sixty to seventy transactions an hour. Yeah, it's, maybe. It's I mean, crazy. that that's like on an average basis. So I mean, that's busy, and like, like that's not even counting like pastries and stuff. well yeah i mean so and the i know the record last year and this is it's never this busy but we had the christmas parade which is why it's so crazy like the winter is so crazy everyone talks about the christmas parade being this insane operation because we're brewing like 10 gallons of like hot chocolate and espresso (laughs) like like i remember i was on bar last year for for the no. oh yeah it was it oh was insane gosh. we had two steamers running at all times and like you know how like every espresso machine in the world has two steam wands on left side and right side one i will never get that design because it makes no sense to have someone pulling espresso like a madman and then someone trying to work their way in between the barista pulling espresso yeah. and then like using that one steam on like because 
every cafe in the world that I've ever been to, they don't use both steam ones. Right. Right? Like, they they don't, like, unless you're really slow and you can steam your own milk, but that doesn't work. Yeah, like, if you're that busy. Yeah. And we had 90 transactions an hour, like, for that Christmas parade, which is insanity. That's like, that's transactions, crazy. not it's not drinks. Like, right. Yeah. And so... Yeah, because any transaction could be one drink to, like, a hundred. Right. And like, so, that's, like... Huge families. Yeah. I mean, I bet... And I bet Starbucks people are, like, rolling their eyes. They're like, well, we are so... Bad. And I'm like, yeah, but we... I mean, our, our system's in place to, to have a drink. Like, you know, we don't have a corporate, pol- you know, company, like, coming up with these systems to, like, cue a shot. Right. And they're, like, espresso machine. Like, we're not built to do that kind of volume. Like, yeah. I mean, we were... Like dialing, the espresso was not dialed. It was not perfect. It was definitely a little, you know, straggly. Like <laughs> when you're pulling a shot, you know, like you're. I mean, we were making sure there was like something in the cup, but like yeah. it was, it was getting rough. And so, but you just think about, you know, when you get that busy and like, right, it's just insane. Like, yeah, crazy. I don't even remember what we were talking about before, but I just started thinking talking about, about uh, diligence and hard work and yeah. what people think of me and what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think going back to that, it's like, um, you know, I definitely got recognition from like the higher ups. You know, they were like, oh, you know, you're not just another kid who's going to leave. You know, I was like, okay, you're here, you work hard, like you, you know, you push through, you don't like, you take no days off. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's. I remember we were talking. We were talking. Sorry. <laughs> but we we're. But that was just. You were saying when you got hired and like that's a tough time to come around and it's like yeah. when you have things like that where there's like events like this Christmas parade coming in and like you learning like the 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 volume goes up significantly. Like right. you know, Clove, like Cup of Joy Clovis, I would argue, it, it is definitely arguably the busiest shop in town. Yeah. I w- I mean, I would. I don't know. Like I. That's a like a hard statement to like justify, but. If you if you're not including all the Starbucks, like I'm assuming they're probably one of the busiest. Yeah. You know, for sure. Like they that out of specialty coffee for sure. Yeah, specialty coffee, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, like when you have that kind of a standard on you too, like it's it's tough because, you know, our boss is still in the shop. Like he still yeah. is running around watching baristas and you have kind of this pressure to deliver and if you don't you feel terrible right and you know it's never a good like <laughs> sign when your boss is like on your butt about right. not doing something right you know yeah which is cool like lately he's been kind of in the in the back like doing doing crazy cool higher up stuff yeah and like you know if he walks in and he like sees people are messing up he's like he just looks at you like you're better than this you know yeah. like he, like we've all been there long enough now where he's just kind of like come on guys like yeah i gave you a little bit of freedom you know how to take care of this you know and then but like back when i got hired like everybody was new except for like three or four people and it was like oh okay like none of us know what we're doing like we're gonna probably mess up every time we touch anything at all yeah (laughs) and to be fair though like when you think about you know a work environment and getting thrown into something that you you know like we were saying before like you just don't know what you're doing like the only way to learn is to make mistakes and this kind of goes back to what we were saying in the beginning like you are thankful for that now getting thrown into the fire because like I remember when I started I didn't I made so many mistakes like I thought my manager was going to kill me like he he was like dude if you mess up one more frap I'm going to like drown you in like in this 
freaking make blended you cup this. of joy. Like, I, I mean, it's just... I'm going to make you eat that whole tub of Oreos yeah. right now. You know, <laughs> but it was, you know, it was just, like, things like that that you look back on if you can stick it out and you're like, okay, like, mm-hmm. it was all worth it to, yeah, to go 100%. through that, those tough times of you know, figuring all that crap out. Like, I broke a dish the first five minutes of mm-hmm. getting hired at Cup of Joy. <laughs> I mean, I was... Who hasn't, right? <laughs> who, yeah, who hasn't broken... I mean, if you haven't broken a dish, then congrats to you. But, yeah. like, I I remember just messing up so much. And then, you know, two years later, though, like, two or three years later, people were... You know, I was a, a veteran, and it was a weird thing yeah. to get used to like and that's probably what you're free, like going yeah. through now i feel like yeah i haven't even been there a year and it's like i feel like a seasoned vet you yeah know, like you have like five new people and yeah and you're like, training people you're yeah. like you started you got you know comfortable so quickly yeah. and it's it's yeah. a cool thing but weird to think you're because yeah. you, you want to it's kind of nice being new for so long and then you right. always think of yourself as new and then you're like like crap it's weird i'm like these people yeah i'm like this old veteran that people are like oh like they've been with the company for this and i'm like I haven't been there that long. Yeah. Like, I remember when I first got hired, and it was like, I remember all the veterans and like right. their names, and you're like, you're like, oh, it's this person's been here for like four years, and like, yeah. oh my gosh, and or whatever, you know. But I know now it's like you know the only person we've had one, one guy left that I was training, and then the second person I was training is now a shift lead as well, and she's only been there for a few months. Yeah, and then it's Emily? like, yeah, yeah, and then it's like. Um, so we're just naming names. <laughs> naming names. <laughs> Whatever. And then... Uh, go Emily. Yeah. yeah, go Emily. She's a rock star. She is. And then we've got... Who else? There's two, two new, three new people now. We've got Mini J. Mini Josh. Mini Josh. Josh I've heard rumors about Mini Josh. Just like me. <laughs> Not as cute, though. Scott was calling him Little J today, and he was like, for Josh? He's like... Because of the stash? He's like, and we were like, my name, yeah. my name is, My name is Chris. <laughs> yeah. What is his name? Uh, Carson. Carson, Carson, yeah. something. Will J. Will J. Will J. He's taller than me, which that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy to like look around and have all these people who are like looking up to you, asking you questions about how to do things, and it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, you know, pretty. <laughs> We're just looking at how long we were recording for, and it's like in three years. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God! I'm so okay. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> gosh. But yeah, turning around and seeing all these new people who are like looking up to you—it's crazy. And then, you know, you're off starting your own business, and we're yeah, we're, that's that's we're also jump starting a freaking podcast with two people. Yeah, busy. Blue Bottle Squad's gone, and the Lit Squad took over. You know <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Yeah, and we we definitely will try to have Tim and Scott on as much as they possibly can be. Tim is getting married, freaking engaged. Yeah, he's he's adulting a lot, so he was he didn't That's like have next month, right? He, I think I'm. Yeah, yeah. Like it one is one of the first podcasts. Tim was like, "I'm engaged." And yeah, like, what? I know and that then was. Now it's like, oh, I'm literally almost married tomorrow. <laughs> I know he had texted me the other day, and he was like, "Hey, do you want RSVP?" And I was like, "Holy crap, I forgot you're getting married." Like, but so yeah, congrats to to Tim and Karina. Yeah, way to go, you guys. But they, yeah, <laughs> crap, crap, crap. They so Tim will probably be very busy and not able to be on a lot, but whenever Scott and Tim are available, we'll definitely try to do some some bigger group discussions and stuff. But um, we'll try to wrap up this episode. We just wanted to let you know, kind of 
where we're going to be shifting the focus to. Me and Josh want to start a segment where we really dive into brew methods, and we we did an episode on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just so many brew methods out there now, and like people trying to do these weird, crazy things. And we're going to start doing some um, just fun little uh, experimentations with all the you know the new. If there's a new brew method, we'll kind of go into. You know, is it worth buying um, for all those home brewers out there that are looking for some knowledge and advice? And we'll try to um, hook it up in that way. So, um, yeah, we are glad to get this thing up and going again um, and hope that you guys will enjoy some of the future episodes. And, yeah, anything you want to add to that? Uh, yeah. I w- yeah, I, I think you pretty much wrapped that up pretty nicely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. We'll catch you on the uh, flippity flip. Flippity flip. <laughs> <laughs>